It's Ben and Kelly. Good morning. 9970JX. Hi there, Kelly K. Hello. Maybe the most pure show I have seen in the past two years uh, is on Netflix. Season two. I've got myself in deep on Love on the Spectrum. I don't know if you ever heard of it or saw season one, but it is a reality series, kind of a docu-series that's, um, it follows around people on the autism spectrum as they are trying to date and as they are going into relationships. Uh, Season one was maybe last year. Season two just dropped and it is so... So pure. Love is a dagger, a pretty thing, thing that enchants, but also hurts. Yeah, that's Connor. Oh my gosh. I, I mean, these people are so pure. It, it warms your heart to watch this. Yes, I am back. Oh, Kikian. Yeah. How's this smile? That's pretty good. <laughs> I mean, they are, so they, are, they are so pure. Why do you want to find love? I have... So much love to give. When there's love, there is a right match. Feels like the slipper fits. Yeah, and she is all... It feels like the slipper fits. That's right. She is all about animation and legit. In season one, if her guy that she was getting set up with wasn't into animation, she was just very, very, very... Uh, 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 like specific, spe- specific about just saying, yeah, I don't, I don't think this is going to work. <laughs> oh yeah, no, yeah. no, we have to have this, this particular shared interest. Yeah, yes. they're they're very direct. I really would like to have someone special with whom I can share the best moments of my life. I know, and it's oh my gosh, yes, it we is, all do, yes, yes, we all do, and and you watch as they go through and they navigate these. Uh, relationships and, and I think the show kind of helps set them up on, uh, these dates w- with other people of, of like, um, you know, abilities and, uh, like, uh, minded and all that stuff. And so as, as you watch them kind of go through, I mean, they, they have, they say the same things that a lot of, People just don't say out loud, but they say yes. it out loud because they're so pure. Finding love can be hard for anyone. It's finally my turn, my turn. To second chances at finding love. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, they'll go out to restaurants and they'll they'll meet up and they'll go on walks and they'll go to the zoo and they'll talk. And it the, the one, it, the, uh, uh, these couples are on like, TikTok and they're on Instagram now and so you can kind of follow them after the show and it's so great. I love it. And it kind of interviews their family and and you know their family kind of going through it with them. And for some people it can feel like an impossible dream. Yes for all of us it can. Absolutely. My heart still goes with him. Just look for that fish in your pond. Oh yes. This series follows people on the autism spectrum. Quite a grip you got. So much. Quite <laughs> a grip because they shook hands and he was oh, like, wow. And that, like, wow, I was firm. That, yes, yes. He was like, oh, quite a grip you got there. <laughs> oh, it's so pure. So I like I've been uh, diving You're into that in. uh, the past probably five days. We've been rolling through and. Uh, you know, my wife and I, uh, any, any spare, like half an hour we'll get, we're like, you want to watch Love on the Spectrum? Yes. And so, you know what I love about it is that they are, I think, much better at communicating what they need than most of us are. They don't have, I guess, the, the social filter that a lot of us do. To to, to your point. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, in many ways, they can't communicate as well as the rest of us. But in other ways, in other ways they can. Much more direct. <laughs> yes, yes, they're much more direct. And it's just, it, it warms your heart and it's so pure. And I, and there are so many like moments where you're laughing and you are like, oh, and you're, yeah. you're, you're just, you're feeling every range and roller coaster of emotion with these people. And so you're like, this is what it's all about. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I like, I, I'm not. Oh, no, I'm endorsing this unofficially, this love on the spectrum. It's so pure. You you ought to check it out. If you haven't checked it out, uh, season one, like I said, 
it's been out for about a year. Season two just dropped this month. So is it the same people that you're yeah. following in season uh-huh. two or did they get? Okay. Nope. It, it, and so, you know, not to be a spoiler, but there are some that are continuing to look for and there are others that made a match in season one that still it's going? still following them. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love success stories. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So great. Uh, we'll tweet out like the little trailer so you can kind of just see who I'm talking about and all that. But, uh, Uh, At Ben and Kelly show, you can see that. All right, coming up this hour, setting the bar stories, and then maybe the most awkward phone tap we've had this year. But fantastic. (laughs) But fantastic, (laughs) yes. It's Ben and Kelly. Good morning, 99.7 DJX. All right, Kelly, tell me everything you know about this Justin Timberlake NSYNC stuff. Okay, so he was on the Kelly Clarkson show mm-hmm. and was just talking about, she's like, oh, you guys, it was so fun and exciting right. to see you guys back together again, doing the song for the Troll soundtrack. And he was like, you know, it was like the chemistry picked right back up where it left off when we got in the studio mm-hmm. and they've been doing some recording. And so he just kind of dropped some hints like there was more than just that one song that they created in the studio. Yeah, better place for the Trolls Band Together soundtrack. Yes. So maybe are we, are we, it was, did you get the thought that they were insinuating that the boys could be on tour with Justin as like an opening or like a, a closing act or something like that? He didn't really indicate anything like that okay. other than right. there could be more music out of them. Okay. As a group. Okay. Yeah. But you can you can see the entire interview at WDJX.com. All right. But yes, I feel like there's hope. <laughs> I feel like there's hope. Uh all right. Well, hey, you know you can win tickets to Justin Timberlake's July 9th Rupp Arena show uh, before they go on sale every afternoon with Emily right around 4 o'clock. Or you can uh, get in to win right now at WDJX.com. Tap win. Kentuckiana is getting clowned. Here comes another Ben Davis phone tap on 99.7 DJX. Karen wrote in, hey, Ben and Kelly, got a perfect idea for one of your phone taps. Every year, my husband goes all out and throws a huge Super Bowl party at our house. This is the perfect setup to mess with him just a little. Love you guys. All right. Well, Stephen Hassenpepper. So he just needs to actually call Karen to confirm her for the party she's hosting. The problem is her husband answers. Oh. And has no idea this is even happening. Oh, no. Welcome to your phone tap. Hello. Hi, is Karen there, please? No, she's not. This is her husband. Can I take a message? Uh, yes, actually, you probably can help me yourself. It's Stephen Hassenpepper from Pure Romance. I just need to confirm that I have the right address to come out and set up your home party on the 11th. <laughs> a home party? Uh, not sure. She didn't say anything to me. We have a party scheduled that day for the Super Bowl, but not sure why Karen would have ordered anything uh, you know, it's sort of my deal. Great. It sounds like the party is set. It uh, says here on my sheet, the party starts around 5, so I'm going to need to just come out about an hour before to get things set up. Set up? Uh, yeah, I just come out before, set up tables, make sure the products are displayed. We have found it is much easier for the host, uh, one of the spiffs of hosting a pure romance party. Okay, uh, oh we're going to need to back the truck up. Did you say pure romance? <laughs> Uh, tell me it's not one of those <laughs> parties. Yeah, <laughs> yes, uh, you've got that right. We do have toys and garments and oils. I get it, but uh, I, I know she went to one of these a month or two ago, but she definitely didn't tell me she was having one. That's the same day as my Super Bowl party. Oh, well, that sounds fantastic. What a fun coincidence. No, 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 no. Not, not fun at all. Uh, I'm having all my friends over. Not a good day. So uh, we're going to need to reschedule. Hmm. Well, that's not really up to me. See, your wife set the date and made the deposit. Like I said, I'm just the guy who's setting everything up. So are you guys still at uh, four? Yeah, but, you know, cross that date off your schedule because I can tell you right now it's not happening. 
Well, you're going to have to take that up with your wife. I just go by what's on the schedule. Uh, possibly you could combine the two parties. So my, my boys are going to come over to watch the big game, and I inform them that, by the way, my wife will be giving a short presentation about all the pink, uh, shaky, good things you can see lying around. I'll never hear the end of it, ever. Hmm. Does your TV have an HDMI hookup in the back? Because part of the presentation is done on screen. The TV is going to be tuned to the Super Bowl. You have no idea how you're stressing me out. We're going to be watching the game. Do not come over with that stuff on Sunday. Seriously. Oh, hey, I have an idea. You know, we have a device called The Chief. Maybe you could tie that into your party, like cross-marketing or something. Stop talking about it because it's not happening. You guys need to reschedule. Or how about this? You could put some of our edibles out with your other snacks. Did you really just recommend that I put edible underwear out on the table next to nachos? Did you really just say that? That's what you're talking about when you say edibles, right? You know, we do have lots of items for men. I'm going to pretend I didn't hear that. I'm going to let you go and try to get my wife on the phone. Uh, Sounds like I need her to call you back and cancel this. All right? Actually, that won't be necessary because she's listening. Uh, What do you mean? I mean... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This is Ben Davis and Kelly Kay on 99.7 DJX. And uh, your wife set you up for a little phone tap. Uh, I can't believe it. She was acting acting suspicious today. I should have known. I should have known something was up. Uh, (laughs) That was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I love the idea of combining the parties. I think it could be fantastic. <laughs> well, this invite. device is called a chief, and this one is a. <laughs> this one is a. It's not a. Di- it's different number. It's a forty-nine. Oh God! So- <laughs> think it'll work. <laughs> All right, that's your phone tap. I can't breathe. <laughs> On 99.7 DJX. All right, coming up next, it is the perfect proposal. Or is it? I mean, what is the perfect proposal? I guess to, you know, it's uh, to each it's their own, customized. right? Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. got to be perfect in her eyes. Yeah, and you know, I've said on the show many times, I, I've had to apologize to my wife for the way I proposed to her. Uh, by heart. doing it on April Fool's Day, day by telling her I was breaking up with her and then by Making giving her break a up collage. breakup collage <laughs> that on one of the pictures said, will you marry me? And, and she almost didn't look at because she was pretty mad. Yeah. And then I said April Fool's and I got down on my knee. So, again, I have come to terms with that. She has said, you know what? It's our story. It yes. is what it is. Yes. You know, that that's that's who we are. And, and she's like, you know what's par for the course. <laughs> I know, right? So, you know, I mean, again, I've I've apologized to my wife for the proposal that I made. Um, you know, but but that that it, it worked. Everything worked exactly. out. Exactly. You know. Thank goodness she didn't say, you know, you're right. I, I you know, I had that split second thought before uh-huh. uh doing the quote bit. Yes. That, uh, yes, that because some people might just head. say it even if they didn't think it, just, you know, to save face. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. I was, yeah, I, was I was thinking the same thing, too. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing. It was like, same page. Then it's like, oh, wait, what? What? Oh, right. Oh. Yeah. Could have gone sideways. Oh, yeah. That could have been a setting the bar story, maybe. Hey, if you can manage to make it through the day without pretending you're breaking up with your girlfriend only when you want to pr- propose you're doing okay and then she agrees with you and then you break up <laughs> right right exactly <laughs> uh i don't know if this this is not quite in the same ballpark it is in the, in a way that you know maybe down the road he'll apologize to her for how he proposed it could have gone sideways and this is one of those situations where the internet has opinions yeah for sure so yeah setting the bar story on the way this is a setting the bar story. It's an example of what not to do. Or a situation we hope you don't find yourself in. Look, when you finally make it to the altar, that's great. How did you get there? Well, I mean, it could be months and months of courtship and all that, then leading to a proposal. And you want to make sure that proposal is right. 
Yeah, you want to make like a moment you're never going to forget. A story that she's going to want to tell all of her friends. Well, this may be that. If you can manage to make it through the day without staging a carjacking to propose to your girlfriend, you're doing okay. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. This happened in Colombia where there is a post on Instagram shows uh, a pedestrian and a motorcycle kind of blocking a red car. And then suddenly telling the people in the car, get out. Uh Uh-oh. Couple gets out. The woman appears oh, to be held scary. at gunpoint. I know. Oh, my gosh. Then the thieves, they, they force the guy to his knees. I mean, at this point, the woman's got to be thinking, oh, God, we're going to die. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. I can't even imagine how scary. And then when he's on his knees, he pulls out a ring. And the carjackers start, start clapping. clapping. Yes. Oh, They're yay. like, yay. Oh, look at that. She, Congratulations, guys. Uh, according to the video, it looks like she's pretty outraged at first, but then realizing what it is says yes. Okay. Oh, I hope that she also said never do that again. I mean, oh this is uh, this is one of those that, yes, could have backfired. And maybe in a million ways. Yes. And maybe one that looking back on it in several years, you know, after they've gotten married and everything's great, they go, hmm, you know, in hindsight, that wasn't the best idea. I probably shouldn't have done that. (laughs) Wow. Uh, People on the Internet, um, not everybody thought it was a horrible idea. They said, hey, you have to love someone wholeheartedly to be with them in health and sickness and kidnappings or robberies. Wow, I get sure if you're gonna look at it that way. Yeah, right. yeah, the whole sickness and in health thing. Yeah, the whole, hey, I gotta stick by you. Like she could have just run. I guess she could have. Yes. Yeah, I'm glad she didn't because hashtag she loves him. Or or what if she pulled out some secret moves and like karate chopped the the people like the fiance's friends? Yeah, maybe was she had like pepper injured, spray. Yeah, and injured them. Something. Anyways. Yeah, that could that could have there was a million ways that could have gone sideways. I know you're probably not going to be able to top that, but maybe you are thinking about popping the question. May we suggest you not stage a carjacking to do it? Yeah, that's not the grand gesture I think most women are looking for. There you go. That is your setting the bar story. Wow. On 9970 JX. You know, finding love is a constant and difficult thing. It's a quest. Yeah, that's why we scour the internet. We look for people who just need that little extra push in the right direction. And when they think they maybe have found a connection, but they don't get a name or number and no way to follow up, what do they do? Well, you do a little typey-typey in mom's basement. You send it out to the internet. We find it and bring it to life. When you strike out in real life, you can always try... Craigslist Missed Connections. As man for woman, titled Love... At first audit. Oh, okay. You, cute barista, long, dark hair with cashew-shaped earrings. Wow, that is very specific. And a smile that could make me blush from the waist down. Ow! Ow! (laughs) I didn't need to hear that. Me? Tall guy, blue suit, covered in... Mystery stains. Mystery stains? I didn't disclose this to you in person, but I'm an IRS agent Uh who was on my break. Oh, boy. I tried to make conversation by asking if you declare all your tips on your taxes. Oh, that's a great opening line. (laughs) That's going to warm her up to you real quick. You you (laughs) replied, uh, do I have to do that? Oh, gosh. Pretty funny. <laughs> She's joking, right? You were totally joking, weren't you? <laughs> yes, he was. Oh, I think you were, too. <laughs> anyway, we continued to flirt with each other, and I wowed you with uh, definitions of explaining the differences between this year's tax code and last year's. Oh, wow. And how economic diversity can play into... Each submission we receive. What? What is going on with this guy? I don't know. I got the vibe that we were connecting. 
because I, I think you were. thought you were taking all that information down. Yeah, no. But then I realized you were just writing my name on my cup. Exactly. That's her job. Yeah. <laughs> so bottom line, <laughs> we both have a lot in common. No, you don't. Not at all. There's no way you can know that. We both have stains on our work outfits. <laughs> and we both deal with money. Oh, there you go. That is two similarities. Sure. If you see this, let's discuss the wonders of tax evasion <laughs> over a mojito or two. Oh, wow. Signed, Bill the Three-Legged Tax Man. What? What was that supposed to mean? <laughs> that was oh. just very oh. awkward and weird. That was altogether <laughs> awkward. What are, anyway, the, you what are the mysterious it? stains on this suit? I don't know. I have so many questions. And why All would right. an IRS guy have the stain? Like, that's not work-related, anyway. It's Craigslist Missed Connections. It's a woman for man. Mm-hmm. I'll be your Greek goddess. Oh, you were the authentic Greek man who helped me with my order yesterday at the food truck. Oh. I say authentic because I can smell the olive oil dripping from your hair as you handed me back my change. <laughs> okay. If you don't remember, I, I was the fluffy brunette with the tan hoodie that said on the front, it's a beautiful day to leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. In retrospect, that choice of clothing was a mistake. Oh. Because I wanted you to do the opposite. Okay. I want you to maybe get in my business, if you know what I mean. What? That was in quotes. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Anyway, after I ordered, you told me to wait by the picnic table for my name to be called out, so I did. Okay. Boy, was that a mistake. Okay. It was just me and a tzatziki sauce squirt bottle. (laughs) Every time you turned away to talk to the cook, I squirted some into my mouth. (laughs) What in the world? (laughs) One time I missed and I got all over my hoodie. (laughs) So I came back to the window and you handed me a handful of napkins, then winked at me and told me you had to take a leak. (laughs) (laughs) What? What? Winked at her and said, I got to take a leak. (laughs) Who said that out loud? The cook... Ended up calling my name and giving me my gyro. <laughs> As I was driving away, I saw you relieving yourself behind a tree. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Apparently, your hair isn't the only thing that's Greek. What does that mean? I don't know what, what that does means. that mean? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening today? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Apparently, uh, I, I came back today to see you again, but was disappointed to see a taco truck in your spot. Oh, no. Listen, I still ordered from them. <laughs> but I couldn't stop thinking about you. Hmm. Hugs and kisses from Olive. Her name is Olive? Her name's Olive, I guess. Oh, my She's gosh. saying it's Olive. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> what just happened. Wow. It was a lot of, I think, oversharing. Well, that happens sometimes. So whether you're just trying to flirt with the barista, with your tax code, or you're trying to flirt with the guy who's at the Greek food truck. And the tzatziki sauce squirt bottle just (laughs) gets gets a little out of control. Gets away from you. Yeah. It can be only one thing, and that is (laughs) Craigslist Missed Connection. Oh, man. On 99.7 DJX. 9970JX. We'll get to Taylor Swift here in just a quick sec. There is a weatherman in Houston who's kind of viral on TikTok. You've probably seen him on TikTok or maybe on Instagram. Uh, he works lyrics, song lyrics into his uh, weather forecasts. Like, for example, he did um, recently the Dave Matthews band song, Ants Marching. And oh, wow. Obscure. Yeah, kind of. Up in the morning, does his teeth bite to eat, and he's rolling. One last wet day, but the week ends, the week begins with different types of weather. This afternoon, though, when the kids are getting out of school, we have more rain in the forecast. And if you can- Yeah, so you, you kind of get what he's doing, right? Sure. And so he did it with Taylor Swift's Karma. So that's a reminder of what the song sounds like. So the rain departing today, it's back to dry weather, but that rain chance, it's coming back around 
tomorrow. Now, as far as river flooding, there's not much you can do to mitigate that. But when it comes to street flooding, the storm drains are crucial. They need to be free of debris. That's why I keep my side of the street clean. <laughs> okay, hey, all right. I was wondering what, how he yeah, was going to work he's, that in. How he's doing it, yeah. So those, those leaves and acorns don't really get into the storm drain. One last round of rain coming our way, but I think after this wet week, we've earned some good karma. And in this case, karma is the breeze in my hair on the weekend. Oh, <laughs> okay. MG. Jeez. Oh, Front brings okay. a dry breeze on Saturday. All week, we had to think about planning our day around the rain. Now we can relax. Karma's a relaxing thought, right? Okay. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> he has, like... Kudos for the effort. I was going to say, he does it pretty well with most of them. And, uh, and, and he, like I said, he is uh, viral on TikTok because that is his shtick. But, okay, that's how he, he's kind of trying to inject a little entertainment yeah. in the weather. Right, exactly. I feel Got like of, of all of the uh, um, people on the news, the weatherman... And the sports guy are the two that could probably do it the best. They can have the personalities. Right, yes, they're right. supposed to be a little quirky. Right. Yeah. We'll tweet out that video so you can see it yourself at Ben and Kelly Show. As promised, feel good stories. Do this every hour throughout the morning. Brought to you by Hemtopia. A St. Charles, Illinois sheriff's deputy arrested a DoorDash driver okay. after pulling him over for a traffic stop. But understood the other assignment at hand, get that food delivered. Deputy Milner, in fact, delivered the food himself. You got arrested, but we wanted to make sure you got your food, so you guys have a good night. You guys are amazing. Thank you. <laughs> Did they get in an accident? Nope, he got arrested, but wanted to make sure you got your food. There you go. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, just uh, saw that little interaction on the doorbell camera. But, yeah, it's what do you do when, you know, delivery driver's on a run and ends up getting a little sidetracked with the police. Whoop. Whoop. So kudos to the uh officer for not letting that little detail fall through uh, the cracks. Right. You can see the video at WDJX.com. Good deal. Coming up next, you know, it's almost an art form. Creeping on an X. We're calling that an art form? Yeah, why not? <laughs> okay. <laughs> why not? Uh, it's kind of creepy. I mean, that's what I don't you're, know if it's healthy. That's what you're doing. You're you're creeping. Um, I mean, the worst, the absolute worst, is when you accidentally hit like. Oh yeah, then they know. And then you have to unlike it, but then it's too late. The notification oh, late. has yeah. been they, sent to know. them, and they're, they're gonna like, know you were creeping. Oh, what's Kelly doing liking this post from 2019? <sighs> Thank goodness that would so be me. <laughs> Had this been around when I was dating, yeah. oh, I would have sunk my own ship so many times. <laughs> been been like, whoops, fat finger oh, syndrome. Oh no. oh, no. Delete, delete, delete. Oh, oh no. no. Yeah, that would have been bad. <laughs> you would have screenshotted a post and sent it to your your the, the ex of the person that you were screenshotting. And, a thousand percent. Oh I would have gotten myself in so much trouble so many ways. Yeah, so Adam is coming to us and going, look, I want to know what the rules are when it comes to exes, social media, and all that. We'll let him explain next in group therapy. And if you've got an issue and you're like, you know what, could use... Some extra opinions. Ben and Kelly show. When you need advice, come to Ben and Kelly. It's group therapy on 99.7 DJX. Adam says, hey, Ben and Kelly, got a question for you and your listeners. Okay. So I was scrolling through my Instagram when I realized that I'm following a few ex-girlfriends and a few women that I went on a couple of dates with. Okay. For whatever reason, I've had a hard time pulling the plug on unfollowing them. Maybe it's because I'm thinking the timing wasn't right the first time around and the connection might be there when the time is right. Is it wrong to keep the door open just in case? Is this normal? My buddies think I should cut the cord and unfollow them all because it's not letting me move on and be open to finding the right girl. What do you guys think? I mean, didn't Bruno Mars say it best? I mean, okay. Can't we take our love and relationship cues from Bruno Mars? From his lyrics that <laughs> taken out of context of the song. Uh, yeah, no, I think, listen, there, I don't think there's a problem with being friendly 
with exes. In fact, I think that can show that you're a, a good guy. Yeah. Especially if, if your exes are fine with that. But mm-hmm. I think that has to be mutual. I think they do have a point with the fact that are you able to then make yourself open and available for someone else that will see your value now? I mean, I can understand also where, you know, you maybe go out on a date and it just there is it doesn't materialize into uh, much more than that. And then and you're just friends and, and you don't want to necessarily just completely unfollow them because then that sends a message of nope don't need you don't want you exactly yeah i you know i i don't know if there's any hard and fast rules about it but if you are like i guess pining for them and that's keeping you from moving forward in your life yeah then maybe we look at that jennifer do you follow any of your exes on social media no i do not is there a reason probably smart because i'm married <laughs> That's a really good reason. <laughs> exactly. All right. All right. Fair enough. Thank you, Jennifer. Thank you. I mean, just because you're married doesn't mean you can't follow exes. Right. But I, you know, I follow an ex uh Yeah. I think I think I'm friends on Facebook with an ex of mine. I'm I'm friends with a couple of mine, but we don't like really interact. No, neither do I. Courtney says, I mean, every situation is subjective. Are you creeping? Mm-hmm. Are you obsessing? Mm-hmm. Is it impacting your dating life? Or as you stated, did you just scroll by and just realize, oh, I'm still following them? Meaning it didn't really matter. It wasn't really on your mind. Right. Until you saw Emma having a girls' night in Vegas and thought, could be me in Vegas. <laughs> Unless any peeps are actual friends and just clean house and move on home. You no know, need to lament on those two sushi dates you had. <laughs> Who has a story of when the following the ex turned into something? Or yeah. either bad or good. All right? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Would, would love to hear that because I think your example could probably help solidify it for Adam. All right? 502-795-1997. Keeping the door open for an ex on social media. 997DJX. That's kind of what group therapy is all about. Adam kind of wanting to know if it's necessary to unfollow all of your exes on social media or if you should uh, do as Bruno Mars says and... I'm Okay, so Jessica says he needs to decide if seeing any of these women with another guy would upset him or not. Yeah. If so, unfollow. But if not, I think it's fine to keep following, not necessarily to keep the door open, but just to be friendly. Yeah, Natalie said, I've reconnected with my ex on social media years ago. Long story short, I was reminded why he was my ex in the first place. Okay. Lisa's- well, in, in this situation for Adam, though, he just kind of realized he's still following. Right, right, right. So it's not like he is reaching out and reconnecting. Right, and his friends are like, nah, you got to get rid of him because you're not going to be able to move forward with, uh, you know, if you still see their content on your feed and all that stuff exactly because he feels like oh well if you're leaving the door open and kind of waiting for them to come back around then that might be keeping you stagnant in your life and not able to move forward i'm sorry is he figuratively speaking lisa said she has a story she said i went on a date with a guy who actually told me he was just dating around until his ex-wife figured things out. They even lived oh. in the same subdivision, so oh. it would be an easy move if she came home. Of course, oh the only time she wanted to come home is when she, uh, or when he started dating someone, and obviously oh. that wow. was seen on social media. Yeah, that is uh, that. Well, that's a toxic little situation going sure. on there. Uh, yeah, that's not good. Uh, Dave, I am friends with some exes. It really depends on the circumstances under which they become an ex. Okay. All right. Yeah. Like if they had a really serious relationship, then is it worse to keep following them? Or if it, you know, if it was just kind of like surface stuff and they're just friendly now, it's fine? Well, like pretty much all of the ones that I have remained friends with, it was a mutual thing. It's like, you know, we're not really that good as a couple. Ah, gotcha. But there's a good friendship there. So it, it just maintains that. Okay. As far as following exes, you're dating a girl, and then she's like, no, I'm not interested in you anymore. And then you just keep her around. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's that's unhealthy for you. If that person has, like, really awesome memes or something, and that's why you follow them. <laughs> yeah, what's totally their content like? All right, if they yeah, got like, great yeah. content, then it's fine. You know, we broke up, but I just can't stop following their page because 
of their content. It's so great. I get all my best jokes from them. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I like that. Yeah, thanks. Uh, Andrew says, (laughs) I don't follow my exes, but my wife follows my exes on social media. Is that weird? Oh, uh, I think that's fine. Hmm. Is it an I, issue? Like, no, I, I think that's probably. A discussion I don't know. That's probably just. Uh, I don't know. Healthy, maybe. We'll we'll just call it healthy. Um, and Chris says, you know, it's like Tony Melito always says. Yeah, I understand. Things happen. The past is the past. <laughs> that's right. Past is in the past, so you know, leave it in the past. I think is is the point there. And, exactly. You know, maybe, well, and, and he just he admitted too that he had just realized that he was still right. following some of them. So I don't think that it's been forefront in his mind to like right. like keeping tabs on his exes. Just you know, sitting there waiting every day. Is this going to be the, yeah, the so day that they message me? Good. Get back together. Good point with that. If you're obsessing over it and it's becoming a thing where you just keep creeping and keep creeping and keep creeping, then maybe, maybe you need to unfollow. Yeah, maybe you need to unfollow. And, and but but if they're just there and you, and it gives you comfort just to kind of see other people or whatever, then whatever. You know, if and it's it, if it's no yeah. harm, no foul. It's fine to be still be friendly and still mm-hmm. follow them, but if and but then think about this too: if they do start dating someone new, is that going to affect you? Are you going to be upset about it? If so, then unfollow. All right, good suggestions. Thank you, Adam. 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 <laughs> I was going to call you Andy for some reason. Uh, Adam, uh, thank you for reaching out to us. That is group therapy. All right, we're going to play a fun little game called Little Kid or Drunk Adult. Let's first introduce you to Heather Conus from Trimble County. Hi, Heather. Hey, good morning, guys. Morning. Heather has got brown hair, drives a Chevy Trailblazer, has been married for 17 years, three kids. Wow. I know, doing things right. And is a medical assistant there at uh, Baptist East and... It loves the gross procedures that she sometimes gets herself into. Fantastic. Yes. Yes. I love it. Love it. Like, like just, you know, knives. What's the grossest of the gross that you've seen? Grossest of the Um, gross? Oh, probably like infected sebaceousness. Oh, that's, I'm going to look that up later. Oh, yeah, sebaceous. They, they smell, yeah. yeah, they smell real bad, too, when they <laughs> when you excise them. So. <laughs> yeah. All yeah. right. So you got to kind of stand back when they're doing that. So, oh. they, they like to, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you no. can just imagine. Good yeah, I, gonna, I am imagining, Heather. They shoot across the room, yeah. They wow. shoot across the room? Yes, wow. they can. Yes. So the oh. patient is that th- that is like a topical, right? So a patient's not under when you're doing that, right? No, 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 no. Yeah. no they're just injected with like lidocaine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. So, so do you ever make bets with the the patient? Like, hey, how far do you think this thing is going to go? Oh my God. <laughs> no, I haven't, but that might be an idea in the future. Yeah, I was okay, going to say, go make it fun. Yeah. A, a, a way to yeah. lighten up the 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 procedure room there, and yeah. Be like, all right, oh, yeah, uh, absolutely. All right, Doc, what's your guess? What's your guess? Right. And, and they're all like, ah, five feet, six feet, ten feet. And like, all right, let's go. <laughs> Bethany texts in. Well, every single one, but they Beth- do have it. So Bethany texts in. Well, I was eating. <laughs> It's not for everybody. Yeah, I was going to say, you know what, Heather, not everybody's cut out like we are. You know, able to handle the gross stuff. (laughs) Okay. This is fun conversation so far. Tell us more about what it smells like. No, 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 no. We're we're going to put a pin in that conversation. (laughs) We're going to put a pin. We'll do do that when we're not on the air. Okay, that's good. That's good. That's good. Yes. Because Bethany is trying trying to have breakfast yeah looking at that yeah. oatmeal a little different oh, right now yeah. say, hopefully she's not eating oatmeal heather you you might be our favorite call so far this morning so oh, thanks so much oh, all right <laughs> yeah, Brittany says dry heaving before 8 30 oh, i love start? that <clears throat> all right so my bad guys my bad um <laughs> yeah we got to get to a game here so um we're yes. playing little kid drunk adult kelly explain how it works oh you're gonna hear three stories you have to decide was the star of the story a little kid or a drunk adult okay all right here we go first one i picked my nose with some chopsticks and ended up at the er maybe he was even one of your patients <laughs> <laughs> picked the nose with chopsticks and if they, i'm gonna go drunk adult on right, that one all right drunk adult <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, I mean, hmm. 
it could go either way. It really could. But okay, I'll I'll, I'll I'll stick with you in drunk person land. All right, both of you All saying right. drunk yeah. adult. I was a drunk adult. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Drunk okay. adult is correct. You know, you're drunk eating that Chinese food late at night, you know. Uh, I know. It happens. It. it happens to the best of us. It was back in yeah. college, and we had ordered takeout, and I felt this tickle in my nose, so I decided <laughs> to use the blunt end of the chopstick to go booger hunting. <laughs> go booger oh hunting. <laughs> and I guess I was a little rough, and all of a sudden my nose started to bleed. Uh, I couldn't get it to stop. So I had to go to the ER, and they finally got it to stop. So I guess the lesson is don't stick foreign objects up your sniffers, kids. <laughs> All right. It's like yeah. a really good life lesson to walk oh, away with. Man, this is, I didn't realize this segment was going to be so medically focused for all of our I know. Uh, uh, medical professionals in the community or people who just want to learn more about the profession. This it is really great. is. There you yes. go. It's great. All right. Yes. Next one, little kid drunk adult. I set a room on fire because I didn't get invited to a party. I mean, but who hasn't? Oh, we have an arsonist checking in? (laughs) That's right. I'm sure there's a statute of limitations here. All right. Okay. I'm I'm going little kid on this one. Yes, I think little kid, too. A retaliatory, (laughs) I can't handle my big feelings, little kid. Someone will light it on fire? Apparently. (laughs) Someone needs a timeout. All right. You both say little kid. I was a little kid. Yeah, you were. Oh, yes. look at that. Two All for right. two. Yeah. Two for two. Right. Okay. I was about eight years old, and my Ooh. older sister got invited to a neighbor's birthday party, but I didn't. I apparently wasn't happy about it because I took a lighter to the invitation that was in her room and oh. caught the room on fire. Oopsies. <laughs> oh, wow. okay. To be fair, she wasn't <laughs> trying to light the room on fire. That was just an unfortunate after effect. Yes. Just, yes. It was just like the residual effect. Yes. Right. She's just trying to just burn that invitation oh so I don't have gosh. to think about it anymore. Oh, right. Heather, oh, so far you. you're doing right. great. You're two for two. Yes. Uh, here we go. Right. Last one. Little kid, drunk adult. I once had a guy show up at my mom's office accusing me of being a homewrecker and demanding to know where he could find me. Oh. Oh. Okay, what was that one again? I missed the beginning. Okay, I'll play it again for you. I once had a guy show up at my mom's office accusing me of being a homewrecker and demanding to know where he could find me. Okay. Yeah. I mean, used to being a homewrecker. Being a kid. Okay. See... If he was like a crazy guy and this was a kid, he could, uh, you know, be accusing him of being a homeworker. But, oh, gosh. I know. I mean, the obvious answer is is drunk adult, right? Is it? It is. It is. But it's probably little kid. I'm going to say little kid. Yeah. I think it's little kid, too. Yeah. Okay. So, Heather, you're saying little kid. Kelly, you're saying little kid. Yeah. All right. The homewrecker is... My mom laughed and said, well, he's probably sitting in class right now since he's just a kid. There it is. Okay. <laughs> he's a All little right. kid. That's where I was going with that. Yeah. Yes. Wow. What happened here? Apparently, there was another guy in my town that had the same name and was messing with his guy's wife. Oh, <laughs> oh whoa. Mistaken identity. Mistaken identity. <laughs> Wow. Wow. Was like, hey, is there a Josh Smith at this place? I want to talk to him. Like, well, he's in the third grade, so. um, (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Uh, Well, congrats. You are a winner this morning. Yeah. Flawless. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Perfect score. So, congrats. Enjoy Monster Jam. It's coming to Broadbent Arena. Everybody else is going to have to buy tickets. You get four of them for free, so that's pretty cool. Awesome, yes. Our nine-year-old will love that. I love it, too. All right, so you know what? Thanks so much uh, for hanging out with us. Have a great day at work just doing all the fun, gross stuff. Tony's rolling in saying, I worked in EMS. How gross you want to go? I don't know, Tony. I don't, I don't know. We need to share more stories. I'm sure he has seen way grosser things. For uh, I bet he uh, has. Maybe, maybe. in the trenches. That's funny. Dang. Right. Heather, I'm going to put you on hold another quick sec, okay? we got to get a little bit more information from you, okay? Okay, sounds great. Thanks, All right, guys. Thanks. Hang on. Hang on. Oh, what fun. We oh. need to uh, replenish the well of those magical stories. So if you have <laughs> one you think fits the bill, then send us a voice note. Give us a little teaser. Reveal the answer. Finish the story. Email at benandkellyshow at gmail.com. Kelly K. Yeah, um, brought to you by Hemptopia. You've got to see this series of videos with Dwayne The Rock Johnson 
granting some wishes for 21 kids with Make-A-Wish. Now, oh, wow. he's had a long relationship with the organization mm-hmm. and planned this epic day in early December, uh, spending the day at Universal Studios in L.A. with these 21 kids and their families. Full day of activities, and then the day ended with a personal meet-and-greet with DJ. Why did you want to meet him? I want to flip and arm wrestling. <laughs> I'm his biggest fan. He's an inspiration. We go way, way back with Make-A-Wish and my dad granting the first wish in the state of New Jersey. Hey! What? How you guys doing? Good to see you. Should I get on this tram with you guys? Yeah! Oh, that's cool. So, yeah, there's a series of like four videos that show him interacting with all these kids and all the the fun that they got to have and just a a pretty fantastic day for everybody involved. You can see it on the website, WDJX.com. At Ben and Kelly Show, we got this message from Kimberly. Yeah, Kimberly says, hey, Ben and Kelly, I wish I had a happy and fun group therapy for you both, but unfortunately, I don't. Mm. Simply put, my husband has been cheating on me and we're divorcing. Oh, I'm sorry. That's not my issue, though. Oh. We both come from conservative backgrounds with regard to marriage and fidelity. Mm-hmm. We each have great relationships with the other's parents. Mm-hmm. I love his parents. And if I'm honest, they're going to be who I miss the most. Oh. When we announce to them that we're ending things, they will want to know why. Right. And I don't think he wants them to know he's a dishonest dog. (laughs) And for some reason, I still have this instinct to protect him. Yeah. Should our parents know the real reason? Should I force him to tell them? Like, you do it or I will? Yeah. If we don't give up this information, they're going to come up with their own reasons. Promise next time I reach out, it'll be with better news. Do we have like a almost like an intervention where you you and your husband go and have like a conversation with each in-laws like in yeah, person like together together in person? I mean, he may not agree to that. Um, no, but if but, if but, he is willing to take responsibility for being the reason that you're divorcing and owns up to it in front of both sets of parents, I mean, that's probably the most ideal way for you all to move forward. Here's here's my initial thought. It's control the narrative. And if you are the one who, like, like you don't know what he's going to say to them. And it, and obviously, if you love them and, and their opinion of you matters still and will in the future, then you want to make sure that you are truthful with them and say, you know, hey, this is, this is why he tripped and fell into another woman. And, Stop! And... Multiple times. Oh, gosh. And, and here here we are. It all comes down to where you guys are with each other with this situation moving forward. It sounds like you're doing okay in the fact that when you say that the, the people you're going to miss the most are his parents, you're not necessarily saying you're going to miss him the most. No, no, obviously so, not. Right. Right. If you guys are in a spot where you are accepting this is where you're at and how you got there and if he is willing to have a united front with you and admit to both sets of parents what is truly happening wow, we are That's giving probably... them a lot of maturity we, we, we are, are. We're, we getting, are. We're, we're pouring tons of maturity on top <laughs> yes, of both of we you. Are. Yes. Yes. We're like this is what's going to happen he's going to be yes. very forthcoming he'll say look i have strayed Right. And I have, and I have, uh, uh, taken my marriage vows and I have thrown them in the garbage disposal. Yes. Yes. Or if you think he's going to be like, oh no, she's just leaving me. You know, if you think he's I, going like, to come up with his own story, I, then you get ahead of it. See, that's what I think because, you know, she said that they both come from, you know, the backgrounds where the, you know, fidelity and, and all that is. about that. Yes. Exactly. So I, I almost, I go back to control the narrative. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then do I, you, yeah. And then do you just do it on your? I, I like the idea of you tell him or I do. Yes, but I, I would. It, all, well, I don't know if honesty. I would trust him though to do it. <laughs> do it though, where you know he's like, okay, I will, and then he comes back, he's like, yeah, I did it, and then you're like, okay, but did you? Yeah, right, right. Now because she you can't mention, trust him for anything. Yeah, she doesn't mention if there's kids involved. We're gonna go ahead and assume. That assume there's no. not. Right. Yes. And, and I, I understand. It's like you, you have loved this man and you love his parents and you don't, you know, the disappointment that's right. going to come with them knowing 
what's truly happening. Mm-hmm. I completely get all of that. Who's There's had like, this happen to them? Because neither Kelly or myself have been fortunate enough to be in this situation. We hope. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, fortunate enough was not the right word. Hang on, that was not the right phrase to use. Right, right, <laughs> absolutely. Um, yeah, five zero two seven nine five one ninety nine seven would be and uh, uh, is our number if you've got kind of your take on that. Because uh, I mean, I I go back to control the narrative. Make I I would give them kind of an ultimatum. I mean, you're you're at that spot. And say, hey, I, they need to know the truth. They deserve the truth. And you were the one who screwed up. You need to tell them that. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if she didn't really necessarily say if she, you know, asked him like, "Are you going to be willing to fess up to why we're truly divorcing?" Or if right. she's just trying to, like, wonder on her own, what are we going to say? Right. Like, I feel like she needs to have a conversation with him and say, "Listen, how honest are we going to be?" Because I love your parents. You love my parents. I know it's going to be disappointing, very disappointing for both sets. So, what are we telling them? Yeah, I mean, tons of text messages rolling in saying, hey, you got to be honest. Truth shall set you free. Yeah. Uh, I think if they start making up their own story, it's going to be, I think, make it messier and worse than it needs to be. um, Kelly from Crescent Hill texts in and says, hey, that's the cheater's walk of shame right there. You do the crime, you do the time. So yeah, yeah, you you make the bed, you need to lay in it. Yeah, you got to you got to fess up on that. Um, You you know, everybody, they deserve the truth, all that stuff. So. Uh, yeah. Stabby Sarah says if they ask her why they're getting a divorce, she just needs to say they need to talk to their son and leave it at that. And that implies that he had something to do with it, but it doesn't completely out him. We don't know this guy at all. What if he's like, she cheated on me? I know. You know that's like, what I'm saying. He, yes. So I, I if, go back if to... she thinks he's going to be the type that's going to do that. I know. Hmm. All right. Well, um, I, I say do that. Do you... You talk to them, you tell your soon-to-be ex, hey, we need to have a conversation together with yeah. our parents. Like, and we need to have a united front and tell them both what's going down. So so, so they know, and, and when, you know, the gossip queens start floating around, they know where to go with it and, and what to believe and what not to believe. So, And this can really show, like, okay, what's his character truly like? I mean, is he going to, what's, it's, it's kind of, what are you doing in the yep. aftermath of your mistakes? All right. Well, Are you hey. going to try to start, you know, making it right by taking responsibility in front of the people that you love the most? Mm-hmm. Well, Kimberly, um, I, th- that's that's a sucky place to be in. We're sorry. And we hope the next time we talk to you, it's with good news and good things. All right. Um, but, yeah, a lot of a lot of good suggestions there. We'll keep you in our thoughts and uh, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. It's a hard conversation. I know it's not going to be easy no matter how you have it. Right. There you go. That is uh, diving into the DMs there. 997DJX. So in a shocking revelation to some, Jessica Beale admitted, you know, Jessica Beale, the wife to Justin Timberlake, admitted that she loves to eat and drink in the shower. Okay. Like what kinds of things? Did she elaborate? Shower appropriate items, of course. Like what is that? I don't know. I've never eaten in the shower before. Like cereal or yogurt or coffee, tea, popsicles. Popsicles. Yep. Okay. She says, I know, melt factor, but safe. Down the drain, anything drops, you're good. Okay. Okay. All right. So there is also a Twitter account that I have followed that is um he does shower food reviews and and he legit will eat uh different items in the shower and then he, tell you how that worked out I, not not necessarily how it worked out in the shower i mean he will sometimes say um you know it it, it was messy or not not built for the shower uh but for the most part it's just a food review okay <laughs> yeah so i think it was funny Jessica Biel just comes out and admits, hey, I love to eat and drink in the shower. Now, I have, uh, I, I'm thinking about my personal life, and you, you've already admitted that you never have eaten in the shower. Right. Okay. No, because my hands are going to be sudsy and busy, like washing things and washing hair. And yeah, I don't. And then I don't want any of that soap stuff to get into whatever I'm eating. It just it feels like there's just too many 
ways that could go sideways. Now, I've I've done like a shower beer or, you know, a shower drink before where, you know, you're getting ready to go out or whatever and you jump in the shower and then, you know, a cocktail appears on your little shelf in the it shower. Appears? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or a beer or whatever. Magical. So, so, yeah. So I've done that before. I don't think I have ever in all my life eaten, though, in the shower. However, I am in now intrigued. No, I'll, I'll put it on the on the countertop. Like if I still need to finish eating while I'm getting ready. Okay. I'm making sure that I'm not spraying hairspray around that. I'll go into the other room. <laughs> but I'm not taking anything in the shower. I don't need to take anything in the shower we have- with me. We've posted it on our stories at Ben and Kelly show, but yeah, the today's show kind of caught up with Jessica Beal on TikTok and was like, Hey, um, her shower eating habits have had renewed interest when she posted a TikTok listing her go-to shower snacks. Wow. I just find it interesting that we can't wait until we're done with the shower I mean, to finish our snack. I mean, Hey, you know. Why not multitask, right? Uh, I just don't know if that's necessary. I have, like, I'd rather like take the shower, get in my big fluffy robe, well, and then enjoy the breakfast, the snack, whatever. I, I will see. I, I will say that I have maybe once or twice in my life eaten while on the toilet, and that's a weird thing. Oh, don't do that. That is no, oh, sir. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> No, and that's that is to your point. I do enjoy sitting uh-huh. when I'm eating, right? And I'm not going to sit in the shower. Oh, I mean, there is a shower seat, but no, there's just something real weird about that. Yeah, Jacqueline. I would rather put my big old fluffy robe on, go sit at the at the kitchen island, and says uh, anything food or drink in the bathroom just seems very unsanitary to me. I'll yes, pass. yes. Uh, yes. Swifty Kim says, yes. "How long are you hanging out in the shower?" Exactly. That's my point. It's like, get your shower. First of all, like, how long are you letting that water run? That's going to, like, run up your water bill if you're taking, like, outlandishly long showers to do all these things in there. Get in, get out, fluffy robe on, go enjoy your snacks, your breakfast. Well, again, you know. Sit there in peace. She's rich. She's not really worried about water bills or anything like that. Okay, that's true. Um, But, yeah, if you want to see it, at Ben and Kelly Show on our Instagram stories here on 9970JX. Talking. It's 99 Ben Davis Kelly K show. So remember earlier this week we told you that Elmo just sent out a simple innocuous tweet that was just like Elmo wants to know how everybody's doing, and, and then it exploded. Yeah, and the internet just kind of trauma dumped and was like, "Yeah, we're not doing great, Elmo. We're not doing yeah. great." And, I mean, there was just such a deep dive you could do. We put a lot of them on our website right. at wdjx.com. Right, and so Elmo. Kind of came back and posted, wow, Elmo is glad he asked. Elmo learned that it is important to ask a friend how they are doing and, you know, and, and to check in and all that stuff. And then use the hashtag emotional well-being. So then, like the Avengers coming together, all of the characters from Sesame Street started jumping in. And Sesame Street kind of saw the replies to the tweet and then literally all hands on deck. And they launched the hashtag emotional well-being campaign. And you had uh, just Sesame Street, the own brand, like coming in and saying, hey, thank you, Elmo, for checking in with a reminder for us to pause and take a mindful moment to focus on how we're feeling. Uh, mental health using is health. This, yes, using this as like a mental focus on your mental health moment because obviously there's a lot of us struggling. Yeah, and then Cookie Monster, me here to talk about whenever you want. Me will also supply cookies, you know, and so he, yes, he absolutely. jumped in. Uh, oh, yeah, call Cookie Monster. He'll bring snacks. And Grover jumped in. I, Grover, am here to be a good listener whenever you need it. Snuffleupagus said, I love being a Snuffleupagus because I have huge ears that are made to listen to you share your feelings. Oh, that's great. Bert jumps in. I'm here to, if you ever need a shoulder to lean on, uh, I'll make us a warm cup of tea. Uh, Oscar the Grouch, you know, Oscar the Grouch, dude who lives in a trash can. Yes, said I'm grouchy. I'm not great at listening to others share their big feelings, <laughs> but my worm smiley is. 
You oh. should talk to him if you oh, ever need talk to chat. Oh, talk to my worm. All right. Yeah. Got it. That's yeah. good. Abby, the other, you know, uh, Abby Cadabby said, hey, stop by my garden if you ever need a reminder of how magical you are. I mean, Ernie jumped in. So, like, uh, the entire gang for Sesame Street all jumped in and were just like, hey, we hear you. We're here, you know. And, yep. and so, like, literally all these for real adults that, that were trauma dumping on Elmo got a chance to have just almost like a little mini psychiatry sesh. Oh, that is just so sweet. I mean, that's the really the only way that you can respond if you're Sesame Street and your whole purpose is to, you know, entertain children, help them learn and get in touch with their feelings. When everyone's having big feelings on the Internet, you assemble to say, I love you. I love you. You can talk to me. You can talk to me if you need someone to talk to. Talk to me. I'll bring cookies. Yeah. And, you know, uh, for a, a lot of those Adults probably hadn't seen Sesame Street in well over, you know, two decades. No, but those kind furry re- monsters are comforting, aren't they? Yes, exactly. Kind of reconnected with them. So, I mean, if Elmo is saying, I love you and I'll listen to you, <laughs> makes you just feel better, doesn't it? Uh, at Ben and Kelly Show, you can see some of those tweets there. Wait till you hear the bad day this lady had. It's 99.7 DJX. This is a setting the bar story. Kelly, describe these. Examples of what not to do or situations we hope you don't find yourself in. Right. So if you can manage to make it through the day without throwing yourself in the trash bin, then getting collected by the trash men. What? You're doing okay. How and why and how? So this woman out of New Hampshire, she accidentally fell in into the trash bin when dumping her trash and she couldn't just climb right back out and right right so so she got stuck and she and then uh obviously this was like before the the garbage truck was coming down the street well the garbage truck was coming down the street the little arm comes out grabs the trash bin tosses her in the back of the trash truck no no oh no and don't they like yeah Oh, oh my gosh. On top of that, the driver had compacted the trash four times. Here is uh, the chief battalion kind of talking about it and witnesses kind of talking about what happened. It's alarming because you don't really think it's true. You don't think it really happens. It came pick hours up over here and um, he heard screaming and stuff like that. So we thought you know, something really bad was out there happening. Yes. Yeah. So like this is. These are the neighbors, and they're like, they, they hear screaming and stuff like that. And, and, and like, the trash guy kind of looked in his camera. Yeah, definitely never, nothing but raccoons, maybe little critters in there. They're not spooky, but never a person in there. I talked to the driver. He seemed to be okay. It's not the first time this has happened to him. That was definitely one for the books. Wait, did he say this isn't the first time this has happened to him? Uh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. What? What? So this woman, she did get taken to the hospital, got checked out. Um, you know, there is some conflicting, like, how's she doing sort of thing. Um, most places reporting that she had just sustained some minor injuries. She's going to be on her right. There's a couple that are like, ah, you know, she's going to be okay, but she's got a road ahead of her. So Gosh. nonetheless, the garbage truck had a camera, and so the driver finally saw the woman in the back of the truck. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, you would... uh, Typically, they let the arm do that. You don't really go back there and, like, see all the stuff. But it's it's probably best that maybe... You do have a camera, so you can check just to see if. What, I'm sure. What if, like, a cat jumped well, in? Well, that's what they're saying. Like, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. you know, there are critters can, or there are yeah, raccoons in there. That, uh, that, that can get in there sometimes. And Oh, yeah. What if a trash panda is, like, going through the trash right at the right, wrong moment? Right. Yes. Right. That can happen. Right. 100%. So, again, wow. glad that she is okay. But my goodness, could you imagine the day she had. You accidentally fall into the trash bin, and then of all times to do it, it's on collection day. Oh, my gosh. And the trash truck comes grabs you before you can get out and tosses you in the back oh wow yeah that's a lot of bad luck right i it kind of reminds me of that scene from like you know star wars the classic movie there where they they are 
in the trash receptacle there uh-huh. in like the what the Death Star or something. The walls are closing the walls in. Are closing yes. in. Yeah, I kind of yes. feel like that's that was the case there. So. All that or in Toy Story three when they're all at the dump and it looks like that they're all gonna like perish or go towards the fire. They're holding hands. Well, kind and of. Then the it's claw kind... comes down and rescues them. Yay! Well, great. Like spoiler that. alert. A little spoiler alert would have oh, been. Oh, sorry. Too soon? <laughs> would have been all right on that. <laughs> all right. So, again, setting the bar. If you can manage to make it through the day without accidentally throwing yourself into the trash bin only to be picked up by the trash guys, you're doing okay. Oh, well, glad she survived and they yep. figured it out yep. before they, like, Yeah, she'll be all right. Her. Yeah, she'll be all right. Goodness. All right. It's 99.7 DJX. 9970JX, Ben Davis, Kelly K Show. Maybe you got a cookbook at the beginning of the year to help you on your, I don't know, health journey to maybe cook better for yourself. Uh, the most unlikely of chefs has released a cookbook. And Gordon Ramsay. No. No. The name is Charles Entertainment Cheese. Charles Entertainment Cheese, as in Chuck E. Cheese? As in Chuck E. Cheese has released his own cookbook. It's called the Chuck E. Cheese and Friends Party Cookbook. It's going to be out March 19th. You can pre-order it on Amazon right now for only 23 bucks. Does it have things other than pizza in it? Yes, it has basically things that you could make for a, a large group of people, right? Okay. So it's for parties, large groups, birthday parties, you know, office functions, maybe. That would be kind of weird to roll into an office function and say, hey, got this from Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> but it's stuff like Kansas City barbecue chicken pizza, rainbow oh. marble unicorn cake, mummy oh, wow. dogs, like pigs in a blanket, so okay. sort of stuff. So, wow. So bring the Chuck E. Cheese experience home. Yeah, I don't think that's going to be a cookbook that you use to maybe start you on your health journey, but it is at least a conversation piece. Does he uh, include like choreography to the little dance break? That yeah, you can do I, there well, Cheese? there are and characters. Maybe some tickets. Yeah, it's like, like some of the characters that appear in Chuck E. Cheese, like Jasper T. Jowls and their animatronic chicken, Helen Henny. They all have, <laughs> they all have recipes in there too. So, um, I don't, I don't know how many of their actual menu items that you could get at like Chuck E. Cheese are actually in it. I, I thought uh-huh. all you could get was pizza at Chuck E. Cheese. I didn't think you could get anything else. I didn't think so either, unless maybe they're like they have chicken tenders or something. Maybe not sure. Maybe yeah. Anyways, you can check it out. Um, right now on Amazon, <laughs> we'll tweet it out <laughs> at Ben and Kelly Show. A 99.7 DJX. I, I saw a funny uh, Instagram reel by Johnny Montanez the other day, and he was like, tell me Ariana Grande's beat doesn't sound like something you would hear. JCPenney's Black Friday sale starts November 17th and runs through November 16th, both online and in stores. <laughs> what are they saying? Did she rip off her song from a JCPenney catalog or a commercial? He's saying it sounds like it could be in a JCPenney commercial. <laughs> On Black okay. Friday, there are loads of specials available in-store only. Stores open at 5 a.m. with can't-miss deals, bonus savings, and fun giveaways. It does fit. Yeah, it fits really nicely. We're saying yes and to savings. That's right. Yes and sales. Yes and to sales. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah, um, we'll uh, we'll post that up uh, at Ben and Kelly Show on Instagram stories, so you can to see. To be that fair, too. I think it works for Dua Lipa too. Pretty much any Dua Lipa track. Oh makes yeah, me want to shop. <laughs> Right, right. I love it. All right, so hey, whatever you missed, you can always catch up on the podcast, WDJX.com. Miss Connections was a wild, wild adventure. And the tax guy needs a better game. I think he needs to learn how to spit better game. And also, clean his suit. And we learned a lot about Heather and her profession. And then, oh yeah, played a little kid drunk adult with her. Right, but Uh, we did want to have a (laughs) spend some more time and dive into her profession, because... Yeah. 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 We have uh, dirty little secrets in our dive into the DMs, X's on social media. So, yeah, there was a lot of stuff to catch up on on the podcast at WDJX.com. What else, Kelly? 
Uh, well, Wet Nose Wednesday. Tune in around noonish on the Facebook page at the big 997, especially if you're looking to add a furry family member. We uh, always highlight, focus on a star at the Kentucky Humane Society who's looking for a home. All right. So that is still to come here on 9970JX. Otherwise, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Okay, bye.